0: Welcome to New Week, New Music. Tonight we will be uh, reviewing the year of 2021 and we'll be going over some superlatives uh, that we've each come up with uh, to give some honorary uh, trophies to uh, to certain things that deserve to be celebrated, according to our our judgment.
1: Man, I still think we should be making tiny, shitty, like... Eight year old Pee Wee soccer participation trophies with these on them and mailing them to the artist's PR address. <laughs> Dude, I'm not opposed.
2: I would, yeah, I'm not opposed to that either. We just need to find out how to, you know, send stuff to these There's guys. There's
1: got to but... be contact information for
2: all of them. <laughs> <laughs> A shitty little plastic well, Grammy out, with. <laughs> no, let's make some NFTs and then we'll send them to. <laughs> we could 3d print an icon in the
1: shape of the superlative and get a little plaque made. <laughs> oh dude God. i'm down. let's do it oh. all
2: right uh, but ben you have a thousand of them so I'm yeah, apparently
0: we were talking the other day and they're like how many superlatives do you guys each have and you guys are like i have three and eric's like yeah i got about three as well and i'm like i got like 20 <laughs>
2: I, I'm up to but five honestly, now.
0: I'm up to five. Most of my superlatives are really stupid. I just came up with I mean, that's kind of needed, the
2: point of this episode. I can that's kind definitely of the point, make up like, like I, four
1: more on the spot if we need to. Yeah. So. I guess I'll go I do out and have start a couple serious ones, though. Yeah. I, oh, I have some serious ones, too.
0: They're mostly dumb, but I got a couple serious ones. And um, I'll start with a serious one. And that's uh, actually, I'll do two at once. Um, The best surprise of the year, uh, for me, was the Billie Eilish record. Um, I think I went into it with very low expectations, uh, given that I don't typically expect high quality from artists who are described as teen sensations. So uh, yeah, uh, that album definitely shattered my expectations. And it's also going to win the award, though, for the album that would benefit the most from just being shortened by a few tracks. I think you could turn that album from a, a really really solid album to a great album just by removing a couple tracks. So, really good. Uh, a little bit of a shame that a couple of those songs just were kind of filler. Didn't really add much to the album, but... Um
2: yeah, See, I, overall, I still too. am a little surprised at how much both of you guys liked that record, because um, I, I I enjoy that record quite a bit. I've actually gone back to it a couple of times and it's really good. But like, I, I am still surprised at how much you guys fucking love that record. Yeah,
0: yeah I just think worked. for me, it was just the 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 high points on this al- on that album, I think were about as high as anything we heard all year. Not the whole album didn't live up to uh, to the high points, but um, just for that reason, I think in a, at that point in the year we had had a dearth of really interesting music, and so I think it was just a, a good breath of fresh air. on Some of those tracks I was just so impressed
2: by. All right, so I'll, I'll keep the show moving along, and I'll do my first one, also a serious one. Um, well, a little bit, little bit jokey, um, but I, I picked this one because. You guys are so far gone into being a douchebag music reviewer that so you guys just can't <laughs> have fun with music anymore. So I decided to make no one. Brandon, <laughs> <some poor laughs> so I, I decided to make one for the most fun record of the year, and for that one, I have Sergio Simpson with the Ballad of Dude and Juanita. And like for that one, like I just every time I hear that, I'm just laughing my ass off. Like it's it's so stupid and. And corny, and I, th- I think it's just absolutely fucking hilarious. In and my defense, I, that
0: one—I ended up putting that one pretty high. It rose quite a bit for me. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot more the second time.
2: It's—it's it's just so goddamn funny.
1: That is a very fun album.
2: Yeah, like it's. There's not a ton to write home about on it. I mean, I put it far too high because I, like I said, I just laugh my ass off whenever I hear it. But it's—it's just—it's so fun. It's just so fun.
0: Oh. Yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and hop in. Hit hit us Uh, with another one. I've got a a bajillion up got biggest disappointment of the year goes to Esoc Trillium.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's easy. I mean clean sweep there. Nobody's gonna debate that
2: that's yeah, like one I'm of the most disappointing albums ever appear like honestly that's right up there with like lulu <laughs> as far as like <laughs> personal disappointment <laughs> like, uh, it's probably it probably doesn't quite beat lulu but i mean it's it's in the conversation
0: yeah except with lulu i'm sure going to this like yeah lou reed metallica is like it has the like y- you would know that that has the potential to be heinous just by i mean i was know. like
2: 16 no, i didn't <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I was worried the second they announced that on Sirius XM
1: radio on the (laughs) channel that Metallica bought to hawk their music. (laughs) I was like, oh no. Uh, Well, so yeah, I guess I'll uh, um, keep it going with uh, my first serious one, which is the worst anal hygiene award. (laughs) 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 Or, of course, Insane Clown Posse. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, of yeah. course, the, this is not to be confused Gross. with the Worst Anal Experience Award, Queen Sweet by Amigo the Devil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The I PVC somehow pipe. always forget about the Dingleberry Clown.
1: <laughs> Never well, forget uh, 2021.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that, Eric, because uh, I have written down on my notes the Dingleberry Clown Award, <laughs> <laughs> which... Unsurprised surprise, surprise is also to, uh, Hobo Johnson. You know? the insane boss. <laughs> so honestly,
1: <obviously,
2: laughs> hey, that
0: he would be a contender for it too. But I'm going to give the Dingleberry Clown Award um, to the people who slung the insult in the first place. <laughs> so ICP. I'll
2: keep the, the fecal-related jokes going, and I'll go with the musical shit post of the year. I'm going with Van Weezer. Just for oh, that yeah. is a
1: good shit post. <laughs> it's a good
2: shit post. Like it's it's almost like if. Like if 4chan were to just like make some bullshit up and all and in Mew, like it's just like why why did we why did Weezer decide the world needed a Van Halen inspired record from them? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows, but they were like, you know what, fuck it. We don't care.
0: Dude, they can make so much money putting forward so little effort, and I think they've just
2: and to to some degree, incorporated I respect that. that as
0: their business model. Like, I think I, they're assholes for it, personally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, they are, but it's it's still pretty damn funny. Oh, oh all right, uh, so what's another yeah. one, Ben.
0: All right, I've got um. Well, we did most uh, biggest disappointment, so we'll continue in a similar vein with the most overhyped album, and I'm going with uh, Silk Sonic on this one. I I just don't I don't get it.
2: See, you're just I, I not able get, to have fun, man.
0: I don't get the buzz on this one.
2: See, I will say I do think it is a bit overhyped. Yeah, um, definitely. And I, I am, think I am that's also really take. shocked that Rate Your Music likes it
0: as much as they do. I know, um, especially that. It does not like, seem like the type of album that I Yeah, that is do very
2: it. much not what I would expect from Rate Your Music. Um, but I do think the album's like a total blast and it's just, it's bangers and, and goddamn is it sexy.
1: I guess, uh, to go with, you know, similar to the biggest disappointment, but, you know, coming in with no expectations, the biggest oh no of the year being Shushu okay. with oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a yeah. band that respected to end up in the 80s is oh no. Did they really go in the 80s for you? They did for me. No kidding. Wow.
2: I mean, they didn't go particularly high for any of us. I think Shushu no. ended up around 50 for me. I think um, it was my
0: fifty. If I recall, it definitely
1: wasn't.
0: I think that album was knocking on the door of greatness, but just not not quite. Yeah, yeah, there's
2: just something just completely missing from it.
0: Yeah, it's like there's some ideas on that album that were pretty darn cool, but I don't know. Overall, it just was not... Exciting enough to really do anything for me. However, I'm really looking forward. You know, if they drop music in the future, I think it's a band I could definitely, uh, yeah,
1: worth revisiting really enjoy. for sure. Yeah,
2: that was just a I big, I Shushu mystery. has put out a lot of good music, like, yeah, so oh, yeah, Shushu okay. was your number 50 band. Shushu was my 49.
1: Oh, okay.
0: uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Um, uh, yeah, I'll go, uh, Best Bad Album by that's a Landslide. Pablo Vitar. I knew it. Yeah. God, it's
2: such a a great bad album.
0: (laughs) The best might be the best bad album I've ever heard.
2: (laughs) I loved your, when we reviewed it, I loved your description of it. Like 90% of me hates this. But ten percent of me fucking loves this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and somehow the ten percent is bigger than the ninety percent, if that makes any mathematical sense. Like
2: but that that's cause I mean, that's just exactly how I feel about it. Like when I first started listening to it, I was like, man, fuck this. This is terrible. And then oh, I especially kind that of,
0: first track is like straight out of like like that that Beach Boys, like that's straight out of like Summer in Paradise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I don't know I don't know what it was. Like, I just kind of like allowed myself to like not care, I, I guess. I don't really know, and it, and it just yeah. The minute got, you
0: stop caring, the, the that's the minute you start to appreciate it.
2: Yeah, like it's. That, I think that was, that's another like great like shit post of the year. Yeah. definitely another contender for that one.
0: Also, he's come out with I think three subsequent albums this year
2: after <laughs> the release of Batidao
0: Tropical.
2: <laughs> Dude and a machine, it's, and it's definitely some of the best album art of the year. Oh yeah. Yeah, well,
1: keeping both the album art and the the butthole theme going, <laughs> the best use of butt on an album cover this year, Lil Nas X.
2: Oh, oh, there's been a lot of oh. there's, there's been a lot of ass on album. yeah, I albums. I think the worst
1: is, use of ass on an album cover this year is probably Lord.
2: <laughs> it's just
1: right yeah, up in it's, your it's, face. It's, it's a little bit questionable. It's just ass in your face on top of bland music. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the the
0: Nas album, the little Nas X album covers is pretty fire, dude. That's I like support, one of my favorite album arts of the year. Definitely support it. Which, uh, by the way, we should definitely do a bonus episode on that. Oh one, yeah, no, know, I
1: I yeah, yeah. would love to do that. An album art one is always welcome. All
2: right, so I, I got a I got another serious one. Uh, this one is so kind of a theme of this year is was uh, artists with their first album. Uh, that were really excited to hear their subsequent music so I wanted to have one to to highlight that and the artist who's um who I'm most excited for their second album is uh genesis owusu
1: mm, yeah like
2: i I mean I that album was that my number 10 or was that my number nine or is that my 11 I know Good. it was
0: in your top 10 if I recall i don't remember i think it, was, I was, think it, like it was right up there. 10. i
2: don't remember
1: exactly where
2: yeah it, it was number 10 I couldn't remember if it was 10 or 11. Um but yeah, like dude the the, the bangers on that. There were some bangers album. on that album. Like, oh yeah. And the album flows pretty solidly too. Like it it, it, sh- it was it was a really mature album for being someone's first. And like I I, re- I have really high expectations for where Genesis Usu is gonna go from here.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited for him. I was very impressed by his debut album. And yeah, like you said, it, it somehow flows pretty well, despite having uh, just a ginormous array of song styles on it. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, not just a collection of pop tracks. I mean, it, it had something going on there. Yeah,
2: and there and a decent amount of them, of the tracks on the album, are a little bit of a bummer being totally on. Like, there's, there's a few letdown tracks on that album. But, like, it still comes out to be a, just a... Just one fucking banger of an album, and I'm really and I really hope he can refine it even further.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, I've got one that I can't tell if is serious or not, but it's uh the best example of how to make late stage Pink Floyd sound great. And that of course goes to uh Band of the Year, Album of the Year, Japanese Breakfast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I still don't get where you're coming with the late stage uh Oh dude, the, um, it's, the form, la- it's
0: I'm only talking about the last track. I'm not talking about the rest of the album, but the last track on okay, that album that was 1983 David Gilmour. That makes a to, little bit more sense. I showed it to Jeff and I. I went in blind with him. I just told him to listen to it and tell me what you think. And he's like, "That's some good Gilmy. <laughs> <laughs> so my my perception stands confirmed. Yeah, that's like if uh, if if Roger Waters and David Gilmour still managed to get along. That's the kind of music they could have made so good
2: see i mean i i'm okay with that it's a, it's a great closing track to a, a truly fantastic album um and, and just one of my most ethereal and enjoyable experiences of the past year so i i, 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 I approve that. of this award uh, uh, eric do you got any more yeah go I for it, it i think i'm about good actually all right, I got two more, so Ben, why don't you rattle off
0: a few? I'll, I'll rattle off a few. All right, so we've got, um, I'll do three that are related to lyrics. I've got uh, the best line of the year. I'm going to count off uh, to three, and then we're going to say it, okay? One, two, Wait, what? three. Oh, hold on. No, no we got to get together. So I'm, the best line of the year. I'm oh, going to count God. to three, no, and I then we're all going to say it. This. One, two, three. Leave the berry required out, out of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a little disappointed in you, Brandon.
2: <laughs> Why?
1: 'Cause you should have known that instantly.
2: I it took I, it took me a second, but I got it.
1: <laughs> I just had to take the opportunity to say Dingleberry clown again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never forget.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, fantastic work um on, on the the wording and the verbiage, uh, Black Country New Road, if you're listening, we approve.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that was fantastic. Just great. I'm I'm just, just, I'm just totally for the new album.
0: Totally out of left field. Uh very much appreciated. Um, I still that's somehow how you take don't a risk see it and,
2: coming every time I listen to that song.
0: I know, like, right? It's like they didn't actually say that, did they? <laughs> you could uh, also
1: we're probably go... give them like the self-aware award for the second best slint tribute act. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that would be that's another good uh, option for uh...
1: definitely
0: a contender. Uh We've got. Um, this is actually a serious one. Best political lyricism. I'm gonna give this award uh, with flying colors to the first track off *Injury Reserve*. Um, I was pretty blown away um, by your guys' work on this one. Because um, it's tough to pull off political lyrics. You can, you know, you can go the um, Rage Against the Machine route where you just really direct, but metaphoric and. You know decently interesting or you can go like the really super metaphorical artistic route but then you run the risk of sounding pretentious or being unclear in your message this one had a really interesting approach where it was it was pretty direct but it wasn't ham fisted at all it was it was creative too i mean it was there was nothing real specific, but the message was very clear, and I just thought it struck a really incredible balance. And uh, like I said, tough to pull off. Um, Injury Reserve approached it in a pretty unique way, and I think they knocked it out of the park.
2: I mean, I'm I'm all about uh, praising this album. Yeah, this uh,
0: so many this reasons is, to praise yeah. this one. As yeah, much as absolutely. I love this and I
2: still stand by it, I still kind of wish I had put it a little bit higher. I just couldn't justify it uh, on my list. But yeah, great, uh, great fucking album, and and yeah, and some really tremendous lyricism throughout. So it's a good. I pick. didn't
1: even totally love that album, and I still agree with everything Ben's saying there.
0: Yeah, now those guys, man, what a collaboration that was some pretty cool stuff um and while i'm at it i'll go with worst political lyricism and i don't think we're gonna have any argument here uh with flying colors goes
1: to marina oh yeah that was bad
2: yeah that was that was another big disappointment for me this year i I really liked uh a lot of marina's past work
0: and it's (laughs) it's it's weird too because this is how to i mean this is a prime example of how not to do songwriting is just list off a series of bullet points that I agree with, and that's the worst part. Is like I, I will
2: say there are some moments on the album that are solid and not horribly written, but it's yeah, they're definitely overshadowed by some really, really bad. Not
0: all of it's terrible, but most of it is. And yeah, like, and that's the worst part is like I I didn't disagree with a single thing she said. Uh, but musically I disagree with almost all of how she liked it out. It's just like that's yeah. yeah, like how to that's how to make me not care about things that I Went into the album caring about.
1: If you're turning off people that are already naturally inclined to agree with you, it's a big problem. <laughs> I, I'm being extremely hyperbolic there, but yeah, it's it was just like like
0: like I said, like good political lyricism makes you want to get active. Like when you listen to Rage Against the Machine, he's like like yeah, tear down the fucking man, yeah, fuck fuck the bourgeoisie, yeah. <laughs> but like listening to this is like, yeah, all right.
2: All right, so um, I'll, I'll take a, another serious one, and I'm. This is kind of reprising uh, uh, "Superlative" I had last year for uh, um, my favorite, like, or my favorite album with an incredibly unique sound, or just the most creative album. Um, and for this one, without a doubt, go into uh, "Little Ugly Mane with a volcanic bird enemy and the voiced concern. Yeah. Holy shit! Does that album sound like absolutely nothing else that's ever been thought of before? Like, <laughs> it is which a is kind of wild album because yeah. it's a plunderphonics record, and yet somehow still comes off as so unbelievably creative and unique when it's literally sampling <laughs> previously made music. Like it, 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 it's such a wonderful exercise and some truly and and just a truly creative process uh, to make that also as a heads up guys i need to get off in like a couple of minutes so
0: okay um all can i run through some stuff real quick then
2: yeah run through a couple i got one more left that i uh but you can do a few
0: all right um uh, I have another uh, most impressive change in artistic direction since Brandon mentioned Little Ugly Man. I'm also going to give him this reward. Um, I listened to some of his old rap stuff, and it's totally different than what he yeah. did here. So I, I, I'm i blown away at, at what he managed to accomplish here. Um, best fish titties, Neptunian maximalism by a fucking there a, landslide. Oof, there were a lot worst, of fish titties,
2: though. are surprisingly fish titties? stacked category.
0: Yeah, worst fish Titty is definitely Sufjan Stevens. Yeah, we've been over that. Best ad lib. Do 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 Worst ad lib.
2: Do 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 do
0: do. Most forgettable album, Flux Pavilion. Every time I saw that on my list, I'm like, Oh wait, we listened to that. Even after revisiting that. Let me run through my list Like, I want to. What's my most
2: forgettable this year? Most forgettable.
1: That's got to be like sixty-two. Naked Flames.
2: Oh, oh Mason so Lindahl. Kissin oh Rosie yeah, the Mason
1: rain. Lindahl,
0: definitely. Oh really? I actually okay. Well, I feel like they were being kind of mean to that because that was actually a pretty cool. I album, revisited I thought, that but...
2: album and I still don't remember. Although this does remind me, um, as far as like forgettable albums go, I revisited the Bad Bad Not Good album twice since we reviewed it. I still can't remember a goddamn thing about Dude, it. Dude, I
1: can't either. I know. I
2: Maybe listened that's to it the again. Most I still like it. Yet. Yet.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I cannot for the life. See, but I remember that
2: I forgot it.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> That's true. It's memorable that like, reason. I just forgot for that, that Mason Lindell even was on our list. Yeah. True,
0: yeah. I think it's tough to make just like a solo instrument album to make it interesting. That's a tough to pull off. Um, we're going sleaziest album. Champagne Poppy, Drizzy Drake, Aubrey, <sighs> Aubrey Graham, Dingleberry Father,
2: What? If, a, if I, I were to have one for biggest slap either. in the face, it would be the Drake album. Yeah, like like that was I've I've never been like that pissed off after listening to an album.
1: Yeah, I had a similar uh, feeling. It was rough. God, that made for a great episode, though. God, it's such
2: a good episode. I still love <laughs> listening to that. It's so funny. It should be so fucking yeah. funny. I I got my last one, and then I actually I got to get going after this. But um, all right. Uh, so I wanted, this one was a very special album to me and I, uh, wanted just one last time to talk about it, even though I'm sure it won't be the last time we talk about it. Um, and this is going to be the new week, new music award for a musical achievement. And this is going to MF Grimm with hunt for gingerbread man <laughs> to get the dough. And I know oh a lot of you are probably God, thinking Is he really going to shit on this album again? Yes, yes I am
0: <laughs> But also praise it
1: It won't <laughs> stop, won't stop
2: It is It is such a Uniquely And ambitious Album, it's such a uniquely Bad album and it's so unbelievably Ambitious And honestly to a certain extent Incredibly well done
1: every time you say that i I can't do it
2: and it still just comes out to be one of the most comically awful things i've ever heard and like and like we said on this we said it on the final episode we said it when we reviewed it like there's nothing he could have done to make it better it's just absolutely <laughs> there's nothing fundamentally <laughs> busted and there's nothing you can do about it and
0: this is what happens when you surround yourself by yes men the only way to improve it would be to make an entirely different album
2: yeah to <laughs> abandon <laughs> like the concept
0: <laughs> entirely I mean, it's. Dude, uh, so, I mean, nothing has ever been made that sounds like that. I don't think anything ever will be made that's anything near that album. We, in, need, in to,
2: we need to have a bonus episode on Hunt for the Gingerbread Man 1.
0: Yeah. I'm still down.
2: I, but yeah, I'm definitely uh, down for that. We, we've let said me, before, and, and I have to say it again. If you're going to only listen to one album that you get from us, Please make MF it Grimm. MF Grimm. I, I'd I, much I rather any, you guys listen to that than like Wanderers, or Black Country New Road, <laughs> or Little Ugly Main, like anything that was good. If just please listen to MF Grimm's "Hunt for Gingerbread Man Two: Colon Get the <laughs> Dough." Like it's it's just so unbelievable. Like it, it's an unbelievable record for almost all the wrong reasons.
1: Oh God.
0: And Brandon, before you go, I want to get one more in Uh, um, that I want you to hear. This one is the Roger Ebert Award. This is an album that doesn't scrape the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) This album isn't the bottom of the barrel. This album isn't below the bottom of the barrel. This album does not deserve to be mentioned in the same sentence with barrels. And I'm talking about Insane Clown Posse.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Fuck everything
0: about this album.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh it God. shouldn't have that, been made.
2: That might be the least enjoyable listen on this show. But
1: yeah, I can't just spend the whole time cringing.
2: It's pretty like, much. I, I like, when painful. I first listened to it, like I honestly didn't think it was like that. That, but like, don't get wrong. I thought it was terrible. But I was like, yeah, this was just bad in every way. I expected it to be bad, and then I actually did revisit it for um, the final for the the final list reveal. I was like, oh, good God.
1: So nice he listened twice.
2: (laughs) Like I just there's just uh, it's one of the very few albums like I really just don't have a single positive thing to say about it.
1: No, it's totally just garbage.
2: It's absolutely a zero. It's it's absolutely a zero.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. um, It's it's bad. Eric, can I keep you on the line because I got like ten more. Yeah, we, let's just run through them real quick right. you guys Brandon, you can go, can go if you want See you, yeah. Brandon Alright, we'll see you. I, I apologize, but I realize I still have a lot more So I'm just gonna run through them really fast Yeah, let's, let's get them,
1: get them All recorded Alright,
0: let's get them out of here Most, uh, I know, I'm sorry uh, No, we did that already Um, lowest effort album Ooh In a year that contained both Hobo Johnson And, and The Gentleman This award still somehow manages to go to Weezer Yeah At least Hobo Johnson wrote his own riffs. He did. (laughs) He didn't write his own Communist Manifesto, but he did write his own riffs. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Foo Fighters happened this year, though. They did, but they still kind of tried. They just kind of suck. But I can't say they didn't. They tried a little bit. Man, yeah, Weezer, what the fuck. Weezer, god damn. Uh, We have the most low IQ album of the year. In a year that contained both Hobo Johnson and The Gentlemen, this award still somehow goes to Grizz. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that also being high said, it's a
0: great album to kill brain cells too and have a great time. Galaxy Brain. <laughs> Galaxy... <laughs> Rainbow <laughs> Brain. <laughs> <laughs> Got a oh best God. cover song. Not that there's much to choose from, but I'm going uh, 100 Years uh, by Shushu, which is, uh, of course, a cover of... Um, uh I'm blanking on the band. Oh, you said it during the Michelle's gonna kill me, Brandon's gonna kill me, Robert Johnson, um The Cure. Oh the yeah, Porsche, the yeah, cure. Yeah. Great cover. Um really tough song to cover. I think they pulled yeah, it off that, pretty well. That was a,
1: a very unique effort, I think.
0: Yeah, it was. They really did something totally different with a song, and I think they uh they pulled it off really well. Um have the most shameless album of the year, clearly The Omnific.
1: Yeah, there's. But that's the good kind of shameless, a little bit, too. Oh, I, I'm all for it. It's, it's both the good and 100%. bad kind of shameless. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to get one in for The Omnific, but I didn't know what to say besides making another yeah. somehow butt related joke with the bass.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man.
0: I've had the most, uh, oh yeah, we talked about, most forgettable Flux Pavilion. The most satisfying, yeah, the most satisfying moment of the year for me was was Xing Brandon twice with with West Side Gun. I took great pleasure (laughs) in that. The, The Hitler series out of spite. Just that pure spite. And also, I ended up kind of enjoying those albums, so, I, like, I, it was kind of a win-win
1: for me. Oh, but I God. would have done it purely for the spite, even if even if I didn't... I remember, uh, like so games. I remember I didn't hate West Side Gun as much as you guys did last year. And now I right. have to look, where did Mr. Gun himself end up? Oh, okay, so last year I had him at 72, and this year okay. he's at 65 and 66, so... All right. A marked so improvement, moving up. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> he's doing better. Which is, I mean, that's not how I kind of felt about the album. So fair enough. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, in the uh, keeping the um, the spirit of uh, West Side Gun alive, uh, this award is called the LOL XD Weed Bro Blaze It 420 Award, and this goes to the monologue at the beginning of <laughs> Hitler Side B. <laughs> Where that, I don't know who it is, some friend of West Side Gun is just rambling incoherently for like five minutes
1: about the philosophy of the entire world. This is why tape machines made people choose their moment in music. (laughs) 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 The digital recording was a mistake award. (laughs) I've also got the, uh, the don't call
0: it a comeback because it's not award. And that is a tie between Styx and ABBA.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those are just... If that's how 2022 goes, we are in for a rough ride. Oh god. Can you imagine? It's all bands like you that. you imagine
0: just, just Ken- Kendrick releases an album and it's basically just like damn beads, B-sides. Uh, man. Honestly, which actually probably wouldn't be all that bad. But, it like, would what be if a you, very yeah. average album. <laughs> it still would probably be top 50. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, but man. I hope that's not the case. Oh. Uh, I have best, best simile uh, okay. of the year. Um, pussy like a bulldozer <laughs> I, a Pussy like a bulldozer
1: drilling and grinding. Oh my god. What I, I never was to compare <laughs> I mean it would have been if not for the Kanye line. Oh, man That's a that's a comparison that has never been made before or since Well, it's brilliant if you think I mean
0: honestly like the the similarities between a pussy and a bulldozer are are I mean, they're so obvious, but it's just—it's brilliant that someone actually thought to put it in a song.
1: It was right in our face the entire time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and I think that, yeah, that leaves one one final award. And right. um, actually, this is this is a serious one. Um, I had a lot of joke ones, but I did have one final uh, serious award. And um, this one is that inspired by the American politician, uh, Harvey Milk, um, who, if you're an American, you've probably heard of him. Um, he was a San Francisco politician. Uh, I think the first openly gay politician, um, or at least one of them. And he was, uh, brutally murdered by another, uh, another politician. Um, and, but during his life, he, he helped, uh, pave the way for gay rights. And one of his most famous quotes is something uh, to the effect of that if a bullet were to, uh, were to pierce my skull, let it tear down every closet door. And um, even today, you know, there's been huge gains in gay acceptance and gay rights, but it's still tough to come out of the closet. And that's why in this moment, I really have to admire, uh, frankly, the courage of, of our man,
1: Drake coming out as a lesbian. God damn it, the longer uh, you were talking, the more I knew it was gonna be Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta give it to
0: the guy. Um, good for him. Good for Jesus. him. I know we've clowned on him a lot, but you know what? I admire I admire that. I mean, clearly, um, he's built his image as this, you know, this uh, real Savangali straight man, and, and it was all a lie. He is, in man. fact, a lesbian, and uh, <laughs> Good for you man. I uh, I wish you the best. We're talking worst lyrics of the year.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I think that's that's about it for me. Well, those are always fun. I I'm glad we do those. Hopefully we will we'll probably visit 2021 a couple more times. Probably do some album art. Um
0: yeah, definitely album art for sure. Um best and worst songs as well. Yeah, we got to we got like to the do songs, that
1: Yeah. so not quite mm-hmm. done with this year but we'll we'll probably bring a couple more of these more low key fun ones and then uh, and then on to the next year. Well, Brandon Thank usually you. says the outro but he's not here so and, fuck you uh, Brandon. <laughs> good night and good luck. I think that's what we say.